Welcome back. My name is Jennifer Sabir. Today I want to discuss with you some keys to overcoming conflict in your life. Now there's a lot of conflict resolution techniques out there that seek to bring parties together to discuss their individual and their joint issues and find the common ground, you know, ultimately bring resolution. The process itself is indeed viable if indeed the two parties are in a place of putting aside their own individual biases, their personal needs, and are willing to look at the situation from the perspective of the other person. That's very difficult for a lot of us. A great deal of the time where there is conflict, there's always a clashing of personalities. And then there's the revelation of needs not being met where they previously were in the beginning of the relationship. And if the boundaries were not present initially, the incorporation of suddenly, you know, demanding that boundaries be in place, well, well, they'll bring the presence of conflict. And if the parties each don't seek to respect the boundaries, you know, requested and placed by either party, then the disagreement leads to further escalation and so forth. Aside from boundaries, personal needs and desire to gain from the other person should be found within oneself actually. And that comes from a deep-rooted fear that will lead to anger and further conflict when it's not met. So anytime someone looks outside of themselves to meet a particular need or an expectation, that attachment's been formed. And when that attachment doesn't get fed, well, then there's always the risk of, of perceiving that other person in the eyes of separation instead of in a partnership format, which is for the whole purpose of why they engaged in relationship to begin with. So when we find uh, a settling and a balance within ourselves, we're less likely, you know, to look to that other person. Now this doesn't mean that, you know, your basic needs, physical needs uh, wouldn't be met in, in, the, in the case that if it's, a, if it's a partnership agreement that's been made, that one partner will uh, say, do X, Y, Z, and the other partner will do this. Uh, for instance, a part, one partner may work, so the other partner may stay at home and take care of kids, uh, or um, the other partner may work part-time, so the other partner is working on a business, perhaps. So there's lots of different agreements. One may manage, and they do the business, and the other one may do administration. Um, when the relationship is such that the, the parties are dependent on one another for mutual gain and outcomes, such as in the personal relationship, a workplace setting, or in a neighborhood community, um, where there is a power imbalance, where one party holds more control over a situation than the other, then again conflict will um, result as well, because you have to have uh, an equal playing ground. Both parties must be viewed and respected on an equal level and there cannot be one um, using, uh, misusing their power to manipulate the other to gain a particular outcome. Um, as human beings, of course, we're naturally, um, we fall into the tendency to look out only for personal gain. That's why we, we often, we <clears throat> are excited about getting involved with a, a person, whether it be a friendship or a romantic or a professional relationship and we've always got that hidden agenda so the more transparent we are with that other person from the beginning we'll be less likely have all these um, other issues come about from you know underlying triggers that will be um, you know engaged because, simply because of this hidden agenda is present so we need to make sure we adhere 
to three principles of personal growth in order to move towards peaceful resolutions at all time. First, we really need to look within ourselves again to find out where we personally erred. Um, where we've failed to be accountable in that partnership. Have we failed to forgive the other person who's harmed us or someone um, way back prior to this particular relationship that just happens to be carried over into this one? Um, have we harmed ourselves for, you know, have we wronged ourselves for hurting another person? And then have we tried to overcome those errors in thinking? Are we working through these um, issues within ourselves? Are we visiting them regularly to make sure that we are always, um, you know, checking to make sure our intentions are clear, our emotions are in check, um, that we don't have any hidden agendas, that we truly are investing in this relationship with the potential of, uh, and the goal of a long-term development to grow deeper and deeper and stronger? Or are we simply going from it to um, an ends to justify the means that we're there, we're going to get what we need, and then we're moving on and we'll go into and do this the same in the next relationship. And they often call those energy depleters. And it is one way to, way to put it. Other people, you know, uh, tend to use more um, graphic language to describe it. But uh, it's like energy courting, uh, courting someone to get what you want and then they progress on to the next um, relationship to see what they can get and so forth and always leaving a fragment behind to have to be dealt with at a later, a later date. Um, those kinds of things can happen when you're in a, a relationship with somebody that you have mutual benefit, you have mutual power balance, but the giving and, and receiving is so balanced that there's, there isn't a risk of any uh, imbalance occurring. And if one party, the more the, the evolved uh, one person is, um, evolution meaning they've done an awful lot of work on themselves, they're recognized that they will make mistakes, but they don't see those mistakes as a means of, of um, self-criticisms uh, or self-harm, but they see it as a lesson that has to be um, met head-on and then transcended uh, in order to move on to the next um, experience in life. Um, secondly, again, we need to discover what our personal intention is in the relationship, again, with the person that we are in conflict with and discover um, whether it's for personal or mutual gain. Again, if it's not for the latter, which is for win-win, then we'll need to reflect on where we need to reach that win-win solution. That means, you know, if we want, are able to speak to that person, then we want to kind of discover, you know, some common areas of common ground. We can get with them and find out and say, you know what, I kind of recognize that maybe I wasn't being as transparent with you as I thought I would be. This is where I find my weaknesses. Let, can we sit down and discuss if this is, um, if our relationship has the potential of developing on a deeper level? And thirdly, we need to change the way we perceive our relationship with others and work the other party um, to, to move and want the other party to like move, actually move towards joint accountability towards positive future actions. A lot of times um, conflict is because one or both parties are not being accountable. And it isn't until they discover and uproot the source of the original conflict that we stop blaming the other person and we actually take action steps needed to move towards a joint unified workable um, future with one another. Um, again, this is a, a strong area that is um, projecting is a strong area um, in the uh, conflict um, field where uh, whether it be a workplace setting, often between employer and employee, between two employ employees, um, it can happen between peers, very often in romantic relationships, um, 
you know, I can't believe you did this and I can't believe that you hurt me and you did this. Well, what's happening is they're seeing that person. That person actually might be mirroring back something that's deep within them that they have never actually faced in a previous relationship. And sometimes it can actually be the other party projecting their problems onto you um, and you're just actually responding. So you need to revisit whether or not there is actually a projection going on or whether there's a reaction or a response going on. And that, you know, we've covered on a previous video, but we may go more into detail in it in future videos. So I thank you for your time. Uh, again, we've just covered just uh, the three steps of overcoming conflict and the three areas that you just need to be aware that are present in conflict situations. And until next time, you know, stay strong, focus on your own personal development. And as you overcome, you know, your internal um, areas of weakness and your internal areas of, of triggers, then you will reach more peaceable um, means of uh, relating with other people. And I thank you for your time and come speak, speak to me again soon. Bye-bye.